0: Hello gang, it's me, Tim Farron, former leader of the Liberal Democrats and star of the forthcoming Real Politic radio play, Tim Peaks, Farron Walk With Me. I'm here to invite you all to kick back, put yourself a non-fluidated bevy, and join me on a journey through the past, all the way back to the Halcyon days of January 2018, when I joined the Real Politic podcast. In my capacity as a very popular and successful musician, to play an exclusive medley. Of Alex Chilton's Free Again and the ocean colour scene classic Wonderwall. Unfortunately, the Reels of Politics guest star one Riley Quinn is a man with links to a rogue terror cell known as the Trash Future podcast, who represent an existential threat to our Western Judeo-Christian liberal values. On account of the Trash Future team's disgraceful decision to spend the first month of 2018 engaging in something called No P January, Withholding their urine from Miturition in an attempt to cleanse their tarnished souls, neither I nor the Real Politics Home Organisation felt we could justify providing such godless wretches with a platform until January past. We now release this archival recording out of a commitment to free speech and open debate. Moreover, the audio quality in the hated Mr. Frame Reed's home left something to be desired, and my sacred performance was rudely interrupted by an irascible Frenchman, who was then interrupted by an irascible Welshman. I was forced to flee the premises, and so I can't promise that what you hear today won't be a blasphemous mess, beset by sacrilege and plagued by sound quality issues. Nonetheless, it is important that we open up a theological dialogue with the hard left, before they shut down our free speech for good. And so, like Christ, as he was tempted in the wilderness, I urge you to persevere.
1: Turn away to the promised land and tell you all being gay is a sin Well I'm free again to do what I want again Free again to sing my song again
2: Stop!
1: Stop at once! Stop this tomfoolery! This play! Miss your real politique! I have come to shut you down for good. My
2: God, (laughs) is that...
1: We meet again. (laughs) Your days are numbered, monsieur RealPolitik. I have declared war on the fake news and let me tell you. Your days are numbered and let me tell you. That number is zero. (laughs) today i will finish you off for good it is i emmanuel macron i have heard that you on your radio program have been spreading falsehoods about me what do you say to this real politique? macron i've
3: heard that france is back and also europe is back how are you getting along with setting up
1: your fucking ethnostate, Macron? Ah, well, I've me on the final spot of my racisme tour. We expanded it out from Africa to the rest of the world due to popular demand. And I tell you, when I go to Africa, I go there to spread the doctrine to the liberal chauvinisme and sensible <laughs> racisme. I go to spread it to their ignorant people. When I go to Britain, I come to learn. <laughs> so, the, uh, the the colonialism, is going well, then. It's going well. It's going very, very well. Yes, 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 my wife, my wife. Yes, I like the colonialism <laughs> very much. I, Emmanuel Macron, president of France. Jupiter, the sun king, golden god. We 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 and now, Monsieur Real politique I want you to answer for your crimes. What do you say that you have spread le desinformation uh, and le uh, news de la fake? Oh, yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, we fake news. And you boasted thereof. What do you say to this appalling, ill-breeds, politics realpolitik, spreadly fake news? Boast about it? Refuse to be accountable to honourable newspaper, Daily Mail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just think sorry, it's really wrong we're, we're, well,
4: but... we're
3: on a Virgin train right now. We we don't we don't have access to the Daily Mail anymore.
4: Yeah, we're, we're in first class, all of us.
1: Oh, standard not good enough. For <laughs> You eh? Let me <laughs> tell you a thing or two. You are all cunts. Ya yeah is a bell end, and I will control on okay. marsh
2: forever.
5: Oh. Hey Macron, why don't you take a long marsh off a short pier, huh?
1: <laughs> oh, <some skin> <laughs> <subordination>. <laughs> sir,
5: I
2: know
1: there is a tone of le irony in your voice, sir, but I got a tone of malice and Disrespect from the <laughs> pronouncement Pauline, Pauline uh, la, 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 My wife uh. <laughs> My wife, Dave <James. laughs> Allow me to read My charges to you I bang my gavel down on the table <laughs> So, you stand here Before me Macron, Jupiter, le sun king Golden god Accused of possessing the weapon de la mass destruction come from a highly trusted source, uh, Monsieur de la Alistair Campbell. He compile <laughs> dossier for me. He give it to me, say real politic plan to incinerate Ben Goldsmith next <laughs> birthday party to <laughs> Little Crisp. Oh, <laughs> Disgraceful,
4: sir. We're now on the international terror watch list. (laughs) Ah, you're
1: certainly on mine, sir. Moreover, there are more charges in addition to your threatening and hostile foreign policy. I charge you with spreading obscene falsehoods about me, Macron, Jupiter, the Sun King, Golden God, that I am, quote-unquote, a cock. (laughs) <laughs> and a little slug with no personality. Is just jealous because you are better than me. What you say That's, to that's me. falsehood, Macron.
5: See, if we call you a slug, it's because you are what you eat.
1: You are dated. Racist stereotype, Bernardy the slug, slug, snail, mollusk, all different creatures, sir. Ah, uh, uh, you not know your uh, biology, I much prefer the conversation of uh, Mr. Farron, you know what, wild uh, up
4: to. You well, have... I'm sorry Riley, but escargot is quite nice.
1: Oh no. No,
4: it's actually it's good as fuck. <laughs> um, I I mean,
5: I I will gladly eat it all the time.
1: And when I meet Mr. <laughs> Farron he warned me against eating le frog. He said that yes. le, le frogs have Chemical in them, which have turned to them.
4: Turning them gay.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, I put it past the jury of one man, Macron, Jupiter, the Sun King, golden god, and he finds you guilty, guilty, <laughs> Mr. <material> politics, <laughs> I sentence you all to. Black mirror head implant cheap that put your brain <laughs> inside toaster, sir. It set you on fire and you in toast for the rest of life. <laughs> Not so fast,
4: Sounds Macron.
1: Not so fast. <gasps> <gasps>
3: oh,
1: what's here? Is it who I think it is? It is I, Owen Smith, Shadow Secretary of State for <laughs> Northern <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Now I may have had my hands rather full since I, in the summer, brought both length and girth back to the shadow cabinet, and I don't just mean my hands are full with fold upon fold of gargantuan dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I, out of the charity of my heart, have come along to rescue you, the real politic team, and inform Mr. Macron that actually, uh, the real. Fake news, you might say, is uh, coming from BuzzFeed.com, that rather unflattering profile of my historic leadership campaign, uh, Jim Watson, um, burn in hell. Now, <laughs> Mr. Macron, dare I suggest- No, you may not dare, sir, I'll tell you more English insubordination from another English pig like Owen Smith. <laughs> Well, I will choose to ignore that comment, Luna. lunatic. But, <laughs> dare I suggest, Mr. Macron? No, you may not, you already said that. There I suggest <laughs> that there is a better use of our time. Now, there is a journalist from the Buzzfeed who often spreads fake news and often boasts about it. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with him, Mr. Macron, but you may have happened upon
6: at some point his hard line anti-abortion views. This man's name, Mr. Macron, is James Ball, and I suggest <laughs> you and I join together in moderate, sensible left-of-center politics,
1: and go and wedgie Mr. Ball and stick his head down a toilet. <laughs> well, Mr. Smith, you made me an offer I cannot refuse. I just check my notes to see if there are any crumbs I forgot to... Use real politique? What? <laughs> no, it seems I used up all the pre-written jokes. Okay.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> D- don't worry, Macron. I will immediately respond and report myself to the international court in The Hague.
1: Real politique
4: The Russian cyber war.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Monsieur Alan Smith, let us go. Let's go and administer la vigilante justice upon le coq James Bond <laughs> jolly good, jolly good, jolly good do you know I am a very normal man <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm good to be, see more of this radio play. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, I say that we just
4: do an hour. I and can buckle Crosby in. And, is, yeah. Hell yeah.
5: <laughs> Like, Jack, I, personally, I can't wait for you to get, like, a performance art space in Hackney and then, you know, put this on because of your middle-class <laughs> background and remember <laughs> the double barrel last name.
4: Notice the double barrel last name, guys. I've noticed it. I've <laughs> noticed it. Yeah. I've noticed it. Notice. it, noticed it yeah.
0: Opposing the government and opposing the conservatives, I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And, of of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent. hard left, Chris? Well, we know who the hard H- left are. and the you know I, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour that. Party who associate with the hard left. You just said so that we were right right to green. right wing. <laughs> the hard left agenda. Printing <inaudible> money, <inaudible> nationalisation without compensation. <inaudible> hard left wing position.
2: Hard left, <inaudible> hard left. The hard left. The hard left. hard left. hard left. The hard left. hard left. The hard left. 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 hard left.
3: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this definitely really well organized and well put together, as always, episode of The Real Politic Podcast.
5: Hey. hey! 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 Whoa! I walk in here.
1: <laughs> you come to me on the day of my hey. daughter's wedding.
5: <laughs> you come so... to me on this, the day of my knighthood, and you tell me I was a congenital failure every second I spent in government. I swear to God, I will means test you into your grave. <laughs> Tell me I I propped up a
1: conservative government for five years and gave them a functioning majority, and I have more blood on my hands than almost any fucking cunt in the United Kingdom apart from fucking George Osborne. Uh, well, uh, actually it's you who's
5: owned, buddy. And you don't know Nick Quagliaducci.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Today on the show, we're joined by me, (laughs) Laura. Anybody else want to introduce themselves?
1: <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in.
5: <laughs> Everyone says Macron Father Three was the worst one. Oh
6: God! <laughs> I, I, I I I I go by many names. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: Most of them double powered you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All
5: and all uh, of them centrist.
6: Yes. <laughs> Yes, I I cannot play any character who's one inch to the right or to the left of the the dead centre. Like, you know, no hope of getting like a Corbin impression from me. No hope of getting like, I don't know, Richard Spencer or some chud. Like, I I can't do that. It's just got to be right in the middle there. Like, the middle of the sink with the milk pouring down, and it's going... The beautiful part of the
4: horseshoe.
6: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Who else we got?
4: Well, with my meds giving me some serious short-term memory issues, I'm just gonna say hi. It's Yaya. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Hello, I am
5: Riley. You've heard me twice before in this show. Uh, This should be the episode with the best audio quality.
6: Narrator. It wasn't.
5: I host the Trash Future podcast, which is I guess at this point we're like in the same extended universe of British angry left podcasts at this stage.
4: Yeah. At one point we're gonna merge like the EU and just <laughs> Exactly.
6: We're gonna get
5: our own twenty four
2: hour podcast people. <laughs> I
5: swear that's fucking happening. We're doing a fucking twenty four hour podcast and you it's know, gonna be wild. now. You've got a
2: 24-hour
6: studio, like, we have no
3: excuse.
5: Lefty Radio
4: (laughs) Channel, yeah.
6: (laughs) I've heard that they're trying to set up a United States of of UK left podcasts. (laughs) 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 They're going to invade my backyard and fucking put a fucking windmill there. There's a blight (laughs) blight on our countryside. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Riley, did you have an irreverent thought there about uh, perhaps how the future is trash?
5: No, actually. Um, I think the future is good because the Consumer Electronics Show in L.A., which includes, like, robot strippers with CCTV cameras for heads, literally, um, and has officially murdered metaphor and any kind of abstraction. Like, the entire universe is just literal now. Um, uh-huh. they, they literally got a, they got a power cut and it had to end early. Um, so, oh, so I think so- <laughs> someone someone's out there looking out for us. Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so wait so the stripper robots with cameras in them so when you look at the stripper robots then they look back at
5: you yeah you know I mean I, either it's about the soul. Yeah, either it's something about like the duality of man or or someone was like yeah I get really horny for security well it,
6: it reminds me of a plot of a, <laughs> a, an exploitation film from the 1970s that I've forgotten the name of but I think it starred an actress called like Chesty Morgan or something and basically um, the film was predicated on an inverse of the male gaze so in the film her character she, she the actress was known for having massive breasts and in the film the character she played had cameras inside her breasts so when the guys in the film would look at her breasts they they would look back at them.
2: Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs>
6: we are a film podcast. Interesting.
4: <laughs> we
2: are, podcast. Did you
6: just need to throw that in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Riley brought his tech in there, so I had to balance yeah. it out with the only... A little bit of film. The only good form of technology. Yeah. All <laughs> the Hell laser yeah. film tech. Whoa. Whoa. Meta. It's tech. It's exciting. It's young it's people. It's young people. It's, it's crowds.
0: It's tech, it's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing
6: Oh shit, hang on, let me do a line I, I just, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll wait uh, Overdub uh, <laughs> just, but just, just to overdub into the Macron scene
1: I see you here, all focused on praising Castro
4: <laughs> Hell yeah
6: You know, people who uh, get the meme will be like, ha 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 Seb Payne dickhead Seb so Payne is a fucking
4: dickhead I, I honestly <laughs> cried the day that man died
3: Same it's And I'll sad. cry the day Seb Payne dies But it'll be a different kind of crying <laughs>
4: <laughs> It's sort yeah, of, of, of crying course. when Thatcher died <laughs> uh, Because this is the all tears just I
3: all... shed as I wank myself Into a coma
6: when...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I gotta say When when Seb Payne dies I might be a little bit distracted And instead focused on praising Castro
2: Castro <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God.
6: With Seb Payne dead, the Conservatives should be uh, quaking in their boots, having lost <laughs> their most dead. prominent media defender. Instead, they're focused on praising Pinochet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Helicopter rides, bro. Helicopter rides. <laughs> it's
6: Santiago stadium, baby. Who needs football when you've got mass execution?
2: <laughs>
6: Victor Horror. Had it coming. <laughs> It'll be
4: like Hillsborough, but you know, state sanctioned.
6: So, pa- like Hillsborough. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, even <laughs> I knew oh, that you know. one.
6: Pablo Neruda, snowflake cuck. <laughs>
2: Just
6: naming Chileans and calling them derogatory <laughs> far right expression.
3: Sebastian Sanchez Schilling, little fucking <laughs> <ed>. <laughs> That is is Chilean, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So no Tom today. What's he doing?
6: No, Tom, I don't
3: know Work. what
4: he's doing. He's
6: what could he possibly be doing that's more important than this? He's usually, usually
4: <laughs>
2: Yeah. As I
6: said, yeah, yeah. What could he possibly be doing that's more <laughs> important than this? <laughs> Who needs a graph when you've got a Patreon account?
4: Which we don't. Have. <laughs> Which we don't. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, we keep talking about it. I but, keep talking yeah. about Did it, and no one ever one?
6: responds in the affirmative. I'm like, yeah, we it... do this, and then So we just songs.
4: it's in it stare like i don't
6: know well i suppose that would be the way to do it wouldn't
4: it yeah yeah let's do
6: that yeah anyway politics oh my god politics yeah so the politics have happened and tim farron is back in the headlines which is pretty good
1: looking back at that campaign you were consistently almost slightly evasive in being very vocal about what you thought and then you came out and you said no, I don't think gay
0: sex is a sin.
1: Why did you change
0: that? Or oh, well, did mean, you
1: feel under pressure?
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, look, I mean, I'm going to write about this a little bit more in in the coming in the coming weeks. But the bottom line is, yes, of course, I did, um, and there are things that, I, including that, that I said that I regret, and um, and there was a sense in which I felt. Um, look i've got to get this off my table got to mm. get i've got to, the issue is uh, here's a general election great opportunity for the liberal democrats the labour party at that point were nose diving the, the tory party looked um very much like it was arrogantly assuming it was going to get a 100 seat majority what an opportunity for us and all they wanted to do is talk about my you know christian beliefs and, and what it actually meant um and uh, all the rest of it and i i would say foolishly um, and wrongly uh, uh, w- attempted to you know push it away by by giving an answer that frankly was not right he
6: is doing his best to keep himself relevant so that my play about him doesn't get horribly dated by the time we actually get around to producing it yeah that, so he I just actually. he just keeps building up
3: content for you
6: yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you tim so what 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 did he do he went on big friend of the show yeah he went on like god radio today like radio god <laughs> uh, and uh
4: yeah basically, thumbs of praise yeah, They
6: they asked him a load of very softball questions, like, so, Tim, do you think that Christians get persecuted more than people of any other religion, which they definitely do? Oh, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, yeah. And
6: Tim is just like, yeah, 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 the thing is, nobody ever criticizes Muslims because they're scared of being called racist, and, like, Mm. he genuinely, like, says that in as many words.
4: If that stopped people calling people racist, then we would almost never use the word racist.
6: Yeah. (laughs) It's a good job that the Zach Goldsmith campaign is now so
4: you
2: far. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Zach Goldsmith! <laughs> Zach Goldsmith Chief,
6: But that's just like, you know, way back in the annals of history with the rivers of blood speech, which also hasn't had any kind of, you know, long lasting <laughs> impact on British politics. <laughs> so he is right there. It's all sorted out. And as Vince Cable points out, the real prejudice now is uh, directed at old people.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, old not that they don't suffer especially under the Tory regime, but... Fuck
6: it now. I mean, yeah, I, I guess in a way, not that the Tories have been able to carry out all their punitive manifesto pledges. I'd say the, the biggest but
4: is that <laughs> they continue to vote conservative despite the fact that the Tories are bad for them.
6: Oh, well, yeah,
3: exactly. Um, yeah. I mean,
4: it's,
3: what, it's just kind of like euthanasia as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, this is just again and again proving the tendency of the right to just really relentlessly own itself. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, yes, they are slashing our pensions and social care, and they're making it possible for us to get any, any medical care on time, and they're basically just strip-mining the country for parts at this point, but but... I fucking know,
6: hate Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs>
5: uh, oh, oh. Yeah, but at least they're not... Oh. At least they're not those whiny, entitled millennials and they'll show those young people a thing or two. It's basically like I'm trying st- to strangle st- us with their st- own intestines.
4: I'm just waiting for the news. Theresa May dissolves Reichstag, installs... self. <laughs> Cancellor for life. <laughs>
6: <laughs> her most audacious power grab yet. May finally shows she exerts some authority and shows her strong and stable leadership never truly went away.
4: Strengths to strength.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I find funny going back a second to like yeah, old, like old people who who hate Jeremy Corbyn despite him also pledging to protect the triple lock on pensions and stuff, which I think it's the good. Tories. Actually, backtracked on recently, and now the triple lock is not so locked anymore. But um, really? basically, uh, they, they're always like, Oh, it supports Hamas, it he supports Hezbollah. It's like, you don't know who the fucking Hamas and Hezbollah are, you fucking prick. You just
1: saw yes. in a the
6: fucking. news you support people them too. White
4: people. Yeah, they, That's they just saw. They, didn't know.
6: they just saw like angry brown skinned people like waving guns about on the news once for like two seconds, and it was actually. Yeah
1: the Taliban, but they're like, oh, no, I fucking hate Hezbollah, man. They're the worst.
6: All the same.
5: These are the kinds of people who will, like, go past a Turkish cafe and then just get so angry that it's there that they'll try to firebomb it with a Molotov cocktail made of
4: Listerine.
2: Like, just... <laughs>
4: <laughs> On Twitter yesterday, I literally encountered some Zionist guy who, his whole point was JVP doesn't stand for Jewish Voices for Peace. It might as well be Jewish voices for the annihilation of six million Jews
6: <laughs> well yeah yeah you could form an organization with Laura called Jewish voice for piss we hey! <laughs> <laughs> We're well, obviously with you supplying the Jewish and Laura supplying I guess the probably the voice piss. and the piss <laughs>
5: hell yeah <laughs> British comedy double acts got really weird huh <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: who the fuck needs mitchell and web melt comedy <laughs> yeah, yeah do you remember that video i sent you of jerry seinfeld and his family oh god, at the, oh the, yes. IES training
4: camp oh my god oh my god the next like, real real holiday the about the <laughs> TV show. now every time i try to watch it it's gonna be Hey, you know who I really want to shoot? Some brown people. What's but that, up but with that? <laughs> but
6: that but, 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 <laughs> I think mean, hey, the guys.
4: sample video that they gave on the article, like, it doesn't feature Jerry the video, but, yeah, yeah. like, there's this little kid who's, like, looking in, he's, he's disgusted, and his dad is just basically bullying him to take yeah, up the gun, yeah oh god and it's like hold on to that feeling kid bring it to your foot reconsider become a leftist
1: he's like well little Yair didn't want to shoot the gun but I told him that all Palestinians are inhuman scum and he's a little pussy ass bitch who'll be grounded for a fucking week with no fucking milkshakes no fucking TV if he doesn't fucking shoot the cardboard cutout of a brown person
4: Fucking oh. put the bullet in my head, son. Whoa, 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 whoa. They, they then the I'll finally love you. Just gonna say.
5: <laughs> I love the idea of, of, of Yara being grounded, and then, like, if he wants to go to the kitchen, he has to go through, like, five humiliating checkpoints to, like, get himself breakfast. <laughs>
4: oh. <laughs> I was actually looking at a map of the West Bank last night, and I was thinking, I've been to Israel, I've been to the Dead Sea, I've been to Jerusalem, How the fuck did I get there without going through West Bank? And like, I know that with the people I was with, they would not have gone through the West Bank. So, Hmm. how did I do it? Was it like a twenty-hour drive in a circle? Like, tangent completely. But you threw a lot of Seinfeld inflection on that one. Yeah. (laughs) How did I get to the Dead Sea without going in the West Bank? Will we drive
5: it in a circle? (laughs)
3: Can we at least segue it into Netanyahu's son asking for 400 shots? What?
5: Yes!
3: And make it somewhat usable.
6: (laughs) What happened then? Oh my god, have you not seen? No,
2: no. you Do not know know this? this? Oh, Oh, Laura, Laura, you do it.
3: Basically, fucking Netanyahu's cunt little son.
5: His large oh, son. Goodness, right? his big old <laughs> fucking son. <laughs> his son that towers to the moon and is broad as the sea. Oh
2: my god,
5: isn't it? World's largest son award. <laughs> oh,
6: oh, is this Yaya Netanyahu? Adamson. He's like Donald Trump Jr. times Eric Trump, times Kushner, times all the Chud sons in British politics.
3: He's a little fucking cunt. By the way, (laughs) imagine if if this was the thing that managed to, like, fuck Netanyahu once and for all.
5: (laughs) He's a little, like, cunt. I think what what we don't fully understand is that when eventually, like, you know, Netanyahu's large son and Trump's large sons (laughs) get together to, like, you know, rule the galaxy as, as large sons together, it'll actually be very good for the developing world. Because like they'll all just die from they'll the same the case of like bar. No, they'll yeah. they'll still die from the same case of like hyperchlamydia that they get from like, you know, Eiffel towering some like sex trafficked Russian. Super
2: super and, gonorrhea. And,
5: yeah, they'll just gonna get they're gonna die of no, super gonorrhea, gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. Because, and gonorrhea. Because, Spider gonorrhea. Uh, uh, but uh, but and of course. gonorrhea. And what I but think is amazing about both of these sorry about both of these just big, big fucking hefty boys is that they both have their different ways of not paying the sex worker that's gonna kill them This st- the story about
4: about uh, Netanyahu that there's at least one Yair who's bigger than I am. So <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm reading an article on lonelyblogging.com about this episode, which is interesting because I didn't remember writing on my blog about this, but um, <laughs> it, 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 it says so. It's got a picture of Netanyahu with Yair Netanyahu, and he looks not Net, not not the elder Netanyahu, the younger looks. Uh, like Michael
4: He does look a bit
1: like Michael Sarah, doesn't he? He does look
6: like Michael Sarah. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so I've got an article up (laughs) about it, and uh, yeah.
3: The fact that after all his dad's done, it might be the fact that his son's a fucking greedy little cunt might actually throw the biggest spatter in the works of all. (laughs) Hey, bro, my dad saved your dad like $20 billion. Can you at least give me 400 shekels so I can go harass
6: a sex worker down the
2: street? (laughs) (laughs) Yahya
6: Netanyahu said in a statement he had been under the influence of alcohol at the time and had said nasty things about women that don't represent the person I am. Yeah, of course they don't, buddy. (laughs) Of course they
5: don't. I think it's so exciting that finally we're going to get someone young on the office students board
6: (laughs) 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 you gotta reform it from within oh god don't fucking do not fucking
5: (laughs) sophomoric yes
6: Yahya Netanyahu has set off controversies before. In September, he posted a cartoon on Facebook disparaging his father's critics. A picture that included anti-Semitic imagery. Oh,
2: God. (laughs) Former (laughs) KKK
6: leader David Duke shared the post, and the neo-Nazi website The Daily Stormer praised
2: it. Okay. Like, kick
3: such a fucking chud. <laughs> yeah,
6: I was reading in uh, The Fire and Fury the new tell-all book about Trump that ba- basically yeah. Jared Kushner is uh, I think actually probably with good cause convinced that one of the reasons that Steve Bannon dislikes him so much is that Bannon is an anti-Semite and he's Jewish yeah yeah and I think it's yeah. probably at yeah. least a pretty significant I, I feel like to that. that's something
4: that uh, I I feel like, like a lot of the, ba- the policies <laughs> that were more openly anti-Semitic did come from the Bannon direction. Yeah. Wow.
6: Kushner's problem <laughs> is that he can't explain this to his father-in-law because Trump is like, "What are you talking about? Bannon's the most pro-Israel guy I know."
4: Yeah. <laughs> but maybe everybody he knows is an out-and-proud neo-Nazi that goes <laughs> to every rally. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah,
6: pretty much. <laughs> it reminds me, Fire and Fury by Michael Wolff, of a Tim Shipman book. <laughs> it, in that, yeah, yeah, I know, Shipper's Unbound himself. In I the, <laughs> yeah, it in that it's basically just a load of like completely fucking like frivolous personality-based gossip about the yeah. most odious right-wing cunts. <laughs> the, the the ability to engage you thereof kind of entirely depends on how engaging the cunts that it is slavishly uh, chronicling are. So I found Shippers All Out War to be just unbearable. I couldn't get through it. I found this one pretty fun to be honest because it, it, it had nuggets. Just like in his uh, briefings to the media, Bannon sought to portray Kushner as a cuck. <laughs> um,
5: oh, Finally tuned machine, guys.
6: As I say, if you just like want some fucking politics gossip, I would recommend Fire and Fury. Maybe I wouldn't entirely recommend it otherwise. It was quite a funny bit where it was like Chapter 7 russia <laughs> it has got everything you'd
5: expect yeah but isn't it famously like a little bit specious fake you know, news it's, fake it's news. sort of more entertaining right than you know literally literally correct
2: Actual. <laughs> well,
6: that's what i'm saying it's, yeah. it's gossip it's like reading hello magazine but about you know people with the nuclear button on their desk <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's frivolous it's badly written it's Good. I, I would recommend
5: it. <laughs> God, that yeah, would but make
2: bad. It's good. <laughs>
5: that would make people respect the royals again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we gave Prince Philip access to a nuclear button, oh, but the nation yeah. got to vote on where the missile actually went.
6: Yeah, if we get if we gave <laughs> Prince Philip fucking access to Twitter, <laughs> that would be fucking something. The crown prince for racism. Fucking the queen. Way fucking the queen. Uh... <laughs>
5: Because, <laughs> uh, you know, when I eventually have to take my citizenship test, like, someone is going to go back and, like, be like, hmm, I wonder what Riley, what media Riley's been involved with. Ah, let's listen to this episode of Real Paula, and he's deployed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey,
4: Riley,
3: I... you did fucking tweets about, like, enslaving the Queen, man. You're getting I didn't
5: done say enslaving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say
5: enslaving. I just said, you know, maybe the royal family should do some public service. Like, what if uh, we all got to live in Buckingham Palace and then they had to clean all the public toilets of the nation. That's, that's literally we, all. That's where it we should been record
6: paid. our 24-hour special. The, the public per- toilet, <laughs> the perfect venue. Both. We, you know, the
5: public, we, the public toilets of Buckingham Palace. We could
6: have, you know, high culture and low culture. So some people get to record from the palace, and some people get to record from the public toilets. And so, who look the draw? From
3: where? How do we decide?
6: Well, uh, obviously, I am uh, a very special boy, as we all know. Oh, yeah. so I am the double
3: barrel names get to record from buckingham palace <laughs> no
6: the double barrel name. so obviously i'd be in buckingham palace and i'd say maybe um the rest of you in the public toilets all in the same yeah. cubicle one of you having to do the train spotting thing of going down in, into the toilet. Yeah. All, all
5: all in the same cubicle like uh the bright editorial staff <laughs> when
6: <laughs> <laughs> one of them dying every time like, oh fucking <laughs> another, <laughs> another fucking cocaine <laughs> <heart> attack <laughs> but... <laughs> i
5: respect you men no, i respect
2: you but no, i respect you to death man
6: like bannon doing what in fact andrew breitbart himself used to do and in these fucking blow-fueled editorial cubicle meetings actually have (laughs) it sitting down and having a shit while they're all talking and sniffing (laughs) the others run out of coke and try and get high on the fumes from his shit
5: (laughs) Uh, uh, only at breitbart could they hotbox a room with (laughs) jenkins (laughs) <laughs> but In the media, sort of Coke conversations tend to be portrayed as people sitting across one another being like we should start a restaurant together, we should write a screenplay Start a podcast, yeah, we should, man f- Snide media crit
2: it's uh, Cocaine and snide just, media crit <laughs> It does seem
5: like, in this case, like, people got down and were like, we could take over the country man, and it kind of rules that that Coke conversation came true <laughs> at least for a time
2: Kind of
6: rules, MAGA, 1488
5: QAnon QAnon and on is real intel, guys. It's real.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no fat all the core tenets of the modern right. No piss. Oh, yeah.
5: If you don't no, jack no off no and wear January. Lo- it's like never never jack off. You have to wear loose pants, man.
6: Laura, are you boycotting trash future this January?
3: I am. I'm sorry. I cannot lend my support to a podcast that refuses to piss for an entire month.
5: <laughs> I need piss. Look, we believe in restoring the glory of the of the Western of the Western male. And we believe that (laughs) the way to do that is not, is is we hold ourselves up by holding it in, you know? We're actually we're actually selling a supplement that, that makes it so you will not pee all month, and the the
2: pay-
5: <laughs> rate is is below thirty percent. Mean, it may be too powerful for your listeners, actually.
1: It's a supplement called Mudma. It makes you very
6: happy <laughs> and vote for the Conservative Party.
3: <laughs> After all, magic is the most Tory drug. <laughs>
6: While now we haven't got to our main, our main guy. Oh yes,
5: the milk. Yes, big boy Tim and and his and his very interesting. Is he was sort of born again and then he became a liberal and then he was born again. Yeah. And became a lip again. again. again, again. And I've
3: got to say, to like my favorite thing my die. favorite thing about this whole fucking issue with Tim Farron is that he basically says that the Lib Dems are godless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Like the... he, he says he says that remaining faithful to Christ was incompatible with leading the Lib Dems. So basically he says they're a fucking godless wreck. And I
2: agree. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty much. Um,
6: it's like a good sort of, I think, more than 15 minute interview. And Tim goes pretty deep in what he says. Like, they ask him if he misses being leader. And he's just like, mostly, no and he sort, of, <laughs> he sort of says uh Take
1: you know farron from Brooklyn. <laughs> now i'm free
6: to preach the gospel <laughs> it's like did your constituents elect you to preach the gospel do they not have a church in, well, like, in westmoreland <laughs>
5: also if, if tim farron is as successful in preaching the gospel as he is in politics we're gonna have a dissolution of the monasteries all over again
6: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm okay with that <laughs> they ask him because the people interviewing him you get the sense of quite sympathetic to his religious Find he found himself in. They ask him, "Is there a glass ceiling for Christians in British
2: politics?"
6: I'm like, "Yes, because our last like fucking five prime ministers have been fedora-toting atheists." Yeah, that's how <laughs> it works. Like, uh, you've got you've got to sway yourself in as prime minister on a copy of God is not great. The God
3: delusion by Richard Dawkins.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's not like Blair had some like furious evangelical zeal himself. Not literally. Evangelical because it manifested post leaving office as him converting to Catholicism. Yeah, 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 but he definitely had a few conversations with God, him and his mate George, about that invasion of Iraq.
5: Tony Blair just wanted to become Catholic just in case he could advise the Vatican Bank on how to launder money. That's (laughs) all.
4: He was Trust like... me, guys, I'm one of you. Yeah. <laughs> but as
5: soon as he heard that there was a Vatican bank, he was, like, looking up how to genuflect.
6: He was like, this Ratzinger, he seems like one of my guys. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kazakh regime. He fucking sh- when
3: Ratzinger resigned. <laughs>
6: <laughs> He's like, oh, no. It's like when Hillary Clinton lost and Blair went begging to Trump, uh, <laughs> saying, um, what was it? He, like, grassed up British intelligence for something or other. Like, that they yeah. were, like, spying on Israel or something,
5: was Tony it? Blair seems like the kind of guy that, when he gets into a relationship, will literally just put a chastity belt on himself to prove his loyalty.
6: Not if you're to believe Rupert Murdoch's divorce papers.
5: Way! He seems like a guy who just hasn't taken a piss standing up in ten years.
3: <laughs> 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 but Only into Cherie Blair's mouth. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
5: <laughs> Cameron... And crucially, <laughs> in January,
6: <laughs> there may be a dossier. It's not us spreading fake news again. We may have information. Buzzfeed, get in touch. Not you, James oh, Ball. Yes.
2: You can't be trusted.
6: James Ball, the cunt. Not you. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just gonna say, like, farron's point is so like ludicrous and absurd, and it just shows him. As not being just a regular old religious person But a fucking zealot Like a fucking yeah. fundamentalist Yeah, like I was saying, Tony Blair is a religious man Gordon Brown is the son of a preacher, man And he's like, you know, he he's um... The
3: mate, daughter of a vicar, like Yeah,
6: yeah, exactly Thatcher, you know, had a Church of England Christian beliefs Cameron considered himself a Christian Literally, like, Corbyn and Ed Miliband and Nick Clegg Are all pretty unique
2: <laughs> You know, uh,
6: no, three yeah, names yeah. are pretty unique. In that, they, yeah. you know, they don't believe in God at all. I'm not saying, like, atheists are fucking persecuted because, you know, it doesn't really matter that much now, but you're no. only really... It, it's a...
4: like when, you, when people say that people are racist against white people. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
5: yeah. the only people discriminating against atheists are like girls on tinder who just don't like dudes wearing fedoras like that's basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. only discrimination but and i also think like, there is also a point actually. All
4: girls, really. <laughs> not just, it's like,
5: if you think about it like considering maybe christians are persecuted because all of these people who are christian have also just been relentlessly humiliating themselves in public for decades now
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not really gonna run into the kind of problems that Tim Farron has, and unless you're an actual fucking extremist <laughs> and then
2: have we
5: actually have we actually <laughs> said what he said i don't think we've actually said what he said he well, said
6: what he said was that the bottom line is of course i did feel pressured to say that he doesn't think gay sex is a sin and there are things including that that i said that i regret cool bro huh. he got away with it sort of during the election mm. all the lib dem melts were like no no he's not homophobic he's actually got a very pro-lgbt voting record no he hasn't actually but no, uh, But, you know, I guess these people, they really needed a straight choice at the general election. Couldn't vote for Labour
1: because
6: of brexit <laughs> not like there's any melts in the <laughs> Labour Party is there
4: no not one
6: no
2: nope.
6: melt, melt free oh. the whole interview I would recommend it on like you know fucking like God watch God FM whatever it is it,
2: it, it is it, it
6: is a good listen Tim Farron he does seem like a lot more relaxed now than in his perpetual state of terror etched into his face when he was party <laughs> leader like oh my god oh my god is this bad milk Has the milk been polluted what is this doing in my hand like now you know he's he seems relatively now he can
4: just enjoy
1: milk
6: yeah (laughs) Yeah, also it's like
5: if you think about it this sort of bigotry must have just been burning at his soul every day when he knew what he wanted to do was actively strip like normal rights away from gay people he can finally say it it must be such a relief for him.
3: Well, yeah, he can yeah. preach for I, I still think my favourite quote from the whole interview is, is when he says, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. Call me an evangelical if you want, who is a liberal and of the left.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, people associate this with the right... And this is sort of, like, one of the main points in Tim Peake's Farron Walk with me. I keep having him say, like, over and over again,
1: "Yo, you know, as a man of the left,
6: and so on. (laughs) And of course, just on, like, the most basic socially liberal thing, like, just, you know, saying... Gay sex is alright, basically. Like, he's just like, oh, uh, oh, sorry, you gotta resign. And, and he says,
4: Maybe you shouldn't have child labour, maybe.
6: Yeah. <laughs> he says in the interview that he wrote his resignation speech himself, and he didn't have to run it past anyone, which the Lib Dem press team, who were supposedly yeah. <laughs> so good because they always got the tweets out punctually saying, Oh, there is no real opposition, Jeremy Corbyn a tory always within yeah. two minutes of the tories doing anything which is fine when you don't actually have to think of a response and it's always just the same line yeah it's like <laughs> like you know we we could at like every time a tories announce a policy we could at them too saying like you fucking melts but you know we don't because our tweets are thoughtful our thoughts are complex
2: <laughs>
5: oh if you want to go to that, there's another quote in this article that I would like to highlight, if you guys don't mind. Go for it. While Farron said he could have tried to explain the Bible's teaching on sex and sexuality, <laughs> he said it would have been, quote, naive in the extreme, unquote, to expect journalists to give him a hearing on the theological details.
1: Ah, my what? thoughts are just too complex for the journalists. They do not understand <laughs> the, <laughs> the
5: Oh. <laughs> Tim Farron, Jupiterian centrist pope.
2: <laughs> is, oh, please,
6: please, Tim, form your own like hardline religious centrist
2: party. <laughs> <laughs> no,
5: that's that's just the thing. Like The new centrist party is actually going to be a religion like Jonestown or the Branch Davidians. No and they're going to have really... <laughs>
6: Please, please be like Jonestown. Please Jonestown yourself, FBP Instead
3: of drinking the Kool-Aid, he's just drinking the milk.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Drink the water. Drink the water
3: with chemicals in it.
6: Turn gay and God will smite you. He'll turn you into stone like the people of Sodom and Gomorrah.
5: We just have to tell them about about raw water and how the (laughs) only way to not end up gay is to drink exclusively raw water and all centrists that they want to stop Brexit should also do that. Here's the Fuck thing is, we're interviewing Jay Raynor next week, uh, the food critic, the restaurant critic from The Guardian. all right yeah. And he's got this thing where he just rails against sort of like fake wellness stuff because he thinks yeah. it's all a fucking nonsense. Of course it is. And yeah. so we've just assembled this rogue's gallery of just nonsense wellness trends. And the crown jewel was raw water.
2: Oh, and yeah. then
5: I was listening to the, the Chapo Premium episode and they were like, Yeah, we can talk about raw water. I was like,
2: Gosh, water
5: day. that's never
4: been cooked.
6: Uh honestly there was I, I almost swig last night out of plastic cup of water but and I realized it was green and it was all rain water. I was like that would be really healthy, no fluoride whatsoever by the looks of it. <laughs> Issue of representation But he had a wonderful Lib Dem team but apart from one person he didn't have any Christian advisors more oh who fucking who need
4: more Christian spads there's what? like ten British people who were Christian that's it
6: <laughs> no one's Christian anymore well they do actually talk about that they're like do you think it's bad but like only a certain percentage of people believe in God now and he's like
1: no because we can convert them
6: oh my god <laughs> This is why I
1: fucking Dude. hate
6: Protestants. <laughs> like with Catholicism, they actively try and drive you away. They're not looking for converts. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for the next apostate to burn up the fucking stake. <laughs> <laughs> to stick on the stretching rack, to, to jab with red hot pokers. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. I do. Nobody
5: expects that joke.
6: Yeah, everybody expects really (laughs) tired references to old school British comedy.
5: Yeah, that's why I left North America, because, like, (laughs) like, there's an entire category of people there that just doesn't exist here, which are people who, like watch 20 minutes of Doctor Who, and then they're just like, oh, I picked up a bit of a British accent, must have done, Don't Oh God, yeah, it's Oh, these are exactly. all, These are all people who are like, mm, I'm a sapiosexual, you know, because oh, I like God. very complex stories, like, like you know, Doctor Who, and um, no, I, I figured out the Sherlock plot before you even did, even though Stephen Moffat wrote it in such a way that it was impossible to
4: piece together. It, yeah. it, there's
5: this entire bit of unbearable Anglophile that lives uh. there, that Is like
4: my thirteen-year-old sister. She puts on the worst Cockney accent ever for no reason. Just from (laughs) Redcar. Yeah, she visited England once and spent two months there. Like that's it.
6: (laughs) Was that when we got really stoned in your room? No,
4: no, different sister.
6: Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay, I didn't.
4: I've got, I've got a big family. We're trying to take over the world like the Jews do. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: These are all the kinds of people who will like combine just the worst affectations of every single style. Like they'll have a pocket watch but on a wallet chain, and oh, like and, and like like a cane. But you know, oh, oh god, it's I, I'm 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 thinking of so many specific people um, <laughs> that that fit into this uh, category. This is- I just, I just I dream they will one day come to England and actually see what it is. Oh,
6: honestly, if you wear a bed, (laughs) you're a fucking cunt.
2: Yes.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking back at some of the articles that came out about Tim Farron when he actually resigned in the first place. And there was a good one by David Laws, who's a proper free marketeer, right-wing, orange-book-live-them slug. But he also happens to be gay. When Farron resigned, David Laws sort of let it all rip with an article called Tim Farron held prejudiced views. He was right to resign. (laughs) Although actually I've seen because the Lib Dems have been stuck on 7% ever since the general election.
5: Ah! Yeah, they're a broken iPhone.
6: Yeah, apparently Vince Cable is (laughs) is surrounded by a terrible, terrible team. He can't communicate with the public at all. And so people Ah! in the party are actually saying, bring back Tim at this point oh I, oh, i loved how cocky tim was in the interview where they were like do you feel you accomplished what you sought to as leader of the lib dems and he's like well you know i wanted to save the party Mission accomplished. I fucking decimated. Hey. It. <laughs>
5: Basically, he was on the Titanic, tried to keep the Titanic from sinking, then had the brilliant idea to rename one of the lifeboats Titanic.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Tim Farron is saying, well, you can't be a faithful Christian and leader of a major political party. No. Major
5: is a bit of an overstatement. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, more I'll ma- be a Christian.
3: And leader of a
6: minor political yeah, guy. Yeah, more major also like, than the Democrats' UK and the Radicals' UK.
5: Have you guys ever actually, I don't know if you've talked about this before, but... How, how did he become leader? Like, who, how did he ever win any election? Uh, how does anyone give a
6: fuck about the Lib Dems? <laughs> so, have 12 so members.
3: He didn't have is, that many people to convince. He
6: was the only person who voted in the election. Yeah,
5: he's just, it's just, he just sort of wandered in and started just telling people what to do and they just sort of followed him. Like, it, is, is, as far is as any yeah, we like, were all
4: yeah. just sort of like, hey, do, do you know that guy? Um, I, I think I've just seen just... him around, and they eventually, he just became later because nobody knew. Hashtag Lib Dem fight back.
6: <laughs> Tim <laughs> Farron basically won the Lib Dem leadership because he was the candidate of the left. That is what happened. He was, throughout the coalition years, although in that video, he's like, oh, the best government of my lifetime. Like, Fuck off.
4: Four M- off. Mr. Gave. Rob was oh. the left candidate No
6: literally he was because Norman Lamb who was his opponent It was a two horse race and Norman Lamb was a yeah. minister, He was a minister in the coalition And he represented the orange book Right wing of the Lib Dem party yeah. Tim Farron had voted against policies Like the bedroom tax And the rise in tuition fees and had served As president of the Lib Dems for Sit Several, on for several that, years at least. Well, yeah, He is genuinely to the left Of most Lib Dem MPs that's what's So fucking pathetic about this whole thing yeah you, this fucking god bothering milk freak is, <laughs> is like the left the, the genuine left of the lib dem party <laughs> you know who else have you got you got simon hughes who ran that incredibly homophobic campaign against peter tatchell in 83 yeah i don't even think he's in parliament anymore
5: so what what you're saying really is that tim farron all he had to do was run a hurdles course for children and just ended up breaking every bone in his body he just had
4: to pretend to not be a total complete tool
0: yeah and he
4: won
3: (laughs) and he failed at literally every step
6: of the way (laughs) (laughs) Um, another quote from Tim Farron I was once slagged off by someone senior in the Lib Dems for being a sanctimonious god-bothering treacherous little shit
5: (laughs) So there's at least one cool Lib Dem.
6: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably David Laws (laughs) going by what we've already (laughs) got. Because if, if, (laughs) if you think about it, when they're calling him treacherous probably someone on the right of the party who's angry at tim for voting against vicious brutal austerity measures yeah <laughs> really yeah. that's it but yeah anyway i had to research loads of lib dem internal politics to write my play so you know i've got all the answers on this stuff <laughs> oh god remember this headline from uh, oh this is from 2015 actually tim farron my religion would not be an issue if I were Jewish or Muslim.
2: Oh, <laughs>
6: Yeah, your issue
4: wouldn't be the same. You're right.
6: I love how since he lost the leadership, he has just become increasingly confrontational and misregard.
3: To the
4: extent
6: he's become like a free speech on campus nerd. He gets angry about no yeah. platforming.
3: Protestant's a- he's,
6: no He's platform. probably been no platform. <laughs> What else did we want to talk about? Clegg.
3: Have we mentioned Nick Clegg's shitty little article about his fucking knighthood?
6: Yeah, should we just do a whole episode shitting on liberals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be a change. Works for me, works for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So Clegg. Yeah, just, what are we doing? Fucking let's Nick just Clegg.
3: Fucking Clegg. <laughs> I think it was fucking Tom Gunn who just did the the best tweet about it. Let me try and find it. He retweeted the uh, the tweet from the i newspaper. Latest from our columnist Nick Clegg. The Corbynite left say my record in government didn't deserve a knighthood. They're wrong. And uh, it was it was actually Tom Malles who retweeted it with. I agree with Nick. Nuking the Lib Dems into orbit for at least a generation deserves proper recognition. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, he's a shithouse, and also it's a fucking absurd point. As I was saying to yeah. Laura earlier, it's like me complaining that, like, the fucking Tory knobheads in Tom's latest video don't like the podcast. It's like, well, yeah. no, of course not. That's why, you know, we're in Labour, they're in the Tories, and of course I'm talking here about Nick Clegg. You know, yeah. <laughs> why the fuck would Corbynites be like, yeah, Nick Clegg? yeah 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 no yeah oh god i joined the yeah, wrong party didn't definitely
2: i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's,
5: this comes up all the time it seems like there are so like so many politicians are kind of consumed with this idea that actually the public just sort of owes them respect on the basis that they've been objectionally right and reasonable and rational and that you know oh if we're deriding nick clegg that we're just being partisan leftists without understanding that it's like yeah uh, yes, that the whole point, the point of politics yeah. is that other people don't get power. Like, it's, like they're like, it's, it's as though they think that really if Labour wants to win, they should just like run the zombie of John Major. Like,
6: it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I tell you, I, I picked up a copy of Prospect magazine recently because I knew, like, Dawn Foster and Owen Happily and people have written for it and then sometimes yeah. there's left-wing people in there. It, there wasn't. It was all, like, Nick Cohen, John Major. Like, just all, like, John fucking Major. I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is, this is dog shit.
5: Wait, is he not dead? Yeah, he's fucking out. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's
6: still going. He, he's in the Lords, isn't he, John Major? So he gets to still uh, vote on legislation. Oh, good. Kinnock and all the other fucking failures are yeah who do you reckon corbin's gonna stick in the lords oh i don't know For oh, yeah. Yeah, face. Us, yeah. <laughs> How? oh god but he, he only gets three people who do you reckon it's gonna be oh fuck
3: oh, <laughs> oh. it's gotta be mr double barrel name himself who'd
6: fit in with
4: the Lords? oh yeah I,
6: I i can't wait to get into ermine
4: <laughs> they need to be able to call you hey look at the double barrel name no, he's you... such a tough
6: Oh, everyone in the Lords will have such a leg to stand on with that line of attack. <laughs> like,
2: you know,
6: you'll have Andrew Adonis there like, oh, are you fucking cunt, I'm working class, I am Andrew Adonis. Andrew Adonis.
3: like the fundamental working class gentleman. <laughs> yeah.
5: I, for one, can't wait to see the new ermine tracksuit they'll have you in. <laughs>
6: Yeah, yeah. I, I want you to move back to the UK, so you should join the Lords as well. <laughs> and and Laura, oh, yeah, you should join the Lords because I don't, oh, no. I, I, don't think anyone else from the North is in there. So it would be good yeah. to bring that kind of, you know, it's always good to have representation.
3: Have a literal working class person in there. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Squaring off with of Andrew Adonis, like
1: fuck off, fucking unblocky. <laughs>
5: i'd love if you're in character as mc fucking more like up up there in the lords just like spitting the truth like smoking
1: (laughs) (laughs) Smoking tack
5: like literally just going into the into the lords and just robbing all of them
1: well actually
6: (laughs) didn't lord adonis actually spit some bars on that track he sent me the other day laura where he's like
1: you know i'm pure pro eu (laughs)
7: Yeah, my granna, but you're being pure tight If I didn't get me tacked, then there's gonna be a fight My granna said, no, get off me fucking case So I spot the spack of rope and wheelie his face I know that sounds rough, cause he's in me family tree If he doesn't change that's the way it's gonna be My granna said, sorry buzz, cops have been a spanner You can have a blab, just didn't tell your nana I said, well, that's pure on the slide But I didn't give a fuck, cause I wanna get high Higher and higher, up to the sky My granna got blitzed and he started to cry I said, yeah, granda what should I do? My granna said, no, nope, I'm pure proud of you, you one of the three, you're too far.
4: I get repeatedly barred from entry because I stink of weed
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're like oh fucking let him
6: in at least it's not spice this time
4: (laughs) (laughs) of course not with wages like these
6: (laughs) (laughs) it could be like you and fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber like flying in on the same private jet (laughs) which incidentally (laughs) apparently executives keep dying in their private planes so uh private planes come on real (laughs) politic hell yeah also steve the guy who tried to punch harvey weinstein twice come on real politic hell yeah hell yeah but yeah guys we've been recording for like an hour and a half so i was wondering if we could wrap up but should we do real politic reading series of this whingy nick clegg article
5: i I really wish you would it's so good
1: okay nick clegg for Corbynite left, say my record in government didn't deserve a night, and <laughs> they're wrong. <laughs> Extremely
6: whiny, annoying
5: voice.
6: Uh. <laughs>
5: It's like he's not even defending really did he deserves a knighthood or not. He's more just like objecting to the idea that anyone would object to it. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah.
2: he's like, uh, like he's just and Linton
1: Crosby like, brief the media but I'm a cuck. Uh,
5: <laughs> basically Nick Clegg's main policy position now that he's no longer in government is just please be nice to Nick Clegg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here we go.
1: It was like the
6: good old days. Incoming fire from left and right. When everyone on the political spectrum disagrees with you, then obviously you're onto something. Yeah. Arise, Sir Useless, screeched the front page headline of Friends of the Show for Daily Mail in Scotland. A true sign of how Britain's elite rewards failure spluttered an angry Guardian headline. This guy
5: is the king of mixed metaphor.
6: (laughs) Can you just imagine the Guardian's big swinging dicks like Friedland and Dancona, the drug possessor, as I like to call Dancona. Um, Nice. Them all like actually fuming and getting angry like that
1: Nick Clegg, he's an affront to everything I hold.
6: It's like they didn't give a fuck. Like, Randeep Ramesh probably said, guys, no we can't say that it's a good thing. It's like when he convinced them not to endorse a Labour-Tory grand coalition at the election. Like, guys, sit down sit down. I've got to tell you something about the people who buy The Guardian and what we can get away with and what we
5: can't. (laughs) All of these people, they do just fantasize about all of the political parties just disbanding and and reuniting under one sort of, like, dictatorship
4: of facts. Yeah. <laughs> or, or as Marx like, would call it, a dictatorship of a bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> one
6: pundit even said... Sorry, i got to read this in the whiny, annoying voice again.
1: One, <laughs> one pundit even said that it was uncool <laughs> and Alan Partridge-esque
6: <laughs> right-wing Brexiters fulminated left-wing bloggers pontificated left-wing podcasters called me a pathetic slug cunt who's (laughs) contributing nothing to society but all agreed it was unacceptable
5: you (laughs) know where you last we last saw that phenomenon, right of what nick clegg has done in the last three paragraphs of just again just subjecting himself to relentless public humiliation it's in the right it's the right's the one who do this where they say oh i've lost my family due to brexit everyone hates me and won't talk to me (laughs) i have like you can see my ribs because like no one invites me to dinner anymore and i haven't eaten in a week <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, okay, it's like, yeah.
5: yeah like that's where you see this and this is just more proof that nick clegg is a fucking tory because he does have this same right-wing victim complex and you know if you insult him he has a need to sort of turn around and shout it through a bullhorn that he's got a micropenis
4: yeah <laughs> i feel like we should sarcastically start doing a segment about how to prepare middle class males on a budget post brexit
6: Clegg <laughs> <laughs> so. continues you'd think i was standing for election or that i'd said we should join the euro next week Or that the Uh, new British passport should feature yellow stars on a blue background, you 100% percent
5: would think that.
6: Yet all this huffing and puffing and blowing my house in was simply, simply because I've been included in the New Year's Honours list of the work I did as Deputy Prime Minister. Wow. Luckily,
4: Disgraceful. graceful.
6: Judging from the messages from well-wishers, the general public appears to take a less hysterical attitude towards honours. Spoken ah. like a
5: man who has not read his ads.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> but there was one
6: argument deployed against my knighthood which deserves to be taken seriously.
5: The argument
6: from the Corbynite <gasps> left mm. the record of the coalition government yeah, we should be taking taken very very seriously I agree apart from our problematic jokes which you should not take seriously they're just jokes (laughs) especially the reductions in public spending somehow disqualified me and by extension other Lib Dems who were in government who all seem to have got fucking knighthoods in the last couple of years wankers yes by extension other Lib Dems who are in government from receiving honours at all it is Mm. an allegation worth considering in detail as it forms a central part of the Labour Party's wider narrative under Jeremy Corbyn and John McDonnell. Why uh, not Why not just throw Seamus Milne in for, for a laugh just to make it sound that bit more menacing? And Diane
1: Abbott as well.
3: Yeah, well, and, well,
6: and well.
1: Diane Abbott, remember her? She's black, we'll put her in our post. And, oh, you don't. The
6: 2008 financial crisis did not require austerity. This is them talking about what we think on the hard left. Tax mm. and spend policies were deliberately regressive, inequality soared. The weak were punished as the strong were protected. The Lib Dems yep. meekly fell into line with hardline Tory doctrine. Yep. And austerity has been pursued uninterrupted and unaltered from 2010 to the present day.
5: Yep. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, that's
6: true. <laughs> then there's a little pull quote here which says, much of the coalition's progressive record has been undone by the conservatives since they won a majority of their own in May 2015.
1: Fuck off! Then, oh. then why do you want a knighthood? You failed!
6: And this, in essence, is a story told by Corbyn's Labour Party about our recent past. Unfortunately, it is misleading, wrong, and distorted in every single respect. What
4: it fails to acknowledge is that the real opposition is real politic.
5: <laughs>
4: no, what it fails
5: to acknowledge is that the real opposition was
4: partisanship. <laughs>
6: The 2008 financial crash didn't require austerity Just consider this. The pace of deficit reduction under the coalition was less, yes, less than that planned by Gordon Brown and Alistair Darling. Icons of Corbynism in Labour's 2010 manifesto. I reckon we should get Alistair Darling's fucking eyebrows to write our next manifesto. Um, (laughs) 2010 kicked so much ass like the way that our incredible policy offer was derailed by some old woman ranting about Polish people.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
6: These are the giants of our movement hell yeah he continues they even passed a law to slash the deficit in half in four years the coalition did so in slower time but now they're boasting about how long it took them to slash the deficit which was right, their okay. they, they spent years boasting like we're gonna slash the deficit tomorrow and then the next C- day not the
3: NHS
6: Yeah um, <laughs> cannot
3: car park Run fucking billboard Jesus Christ David Cameron's Cunty shiny forehead With the comment Let's cut the deficit Not the NHS
6: Oh fucking arsehole He says Earnings inequality Was less Yes less By the end of the coalition Than when Labour left office so I've noticed Only earnings inequality Stated there For 99% <laughs> of the time Labour was in office The highest rate of tax Was 40% Under the coalition It was 45 percent. New Labour were right-wing as fuck and pathologically yeah. averse to raising taxes because they thought if, if you even suggested raising taxes to invest in any kind of public services, then the public would just shut you out overnight. Thank God for Corbyn ending that fucking malignant political trend.
5: Doesn't that happen all the time? I see this forever where someone's like, well, yeah, oh, actually, right to buy was expanded under Labour or whatever. And it's like, can you not understand? This is a different, essentially a different party.
6: Yeah. It wasn't the highest rate of tax like fifty percent in twenty ten? I'm not sure how true it is, but a lot of
3: it a lot of it is just incredibly ahistorical and, and devoid of any context, to the context being the 40 years previously to 2010 where taxes were slashed and slashed and slashed and everything was sort of shaped around this idea of making things easier for banks and for corporations and essential Thatcherist policy that we'd been trying to recover from. Yeah. We raised taxes by fucking 5% after an incredible 30-40 years of fucking Thatcherist policy that <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: let people get away with paying fuck all.
4: This was a long time ago but back in World War II, Winston Churchill, conservative government, technically a coalition, but he was the prime minister, the highest tax rate was over 90%. And people were like, yeah, okay.
6: This is just nonsense. Gordon Brown raised the top rate of tax to 50p in 2009. And then it was in 2012 that Cameron made sure it was, well, as The Telegraph said, 45p rate is here to stay. And then he lowered it further to, I think, 42%, maybe? And the figures might not be right, but I'm pretty sure that's just like a... Fucking barefaced lie. 45% is nothing spectacular. It really yeah. is nothing to fucking boast about. And of what...
4: course, the, the, the thing that I keep hearing on the street from the man on the street is that they don't understand at all how taxation works in a progressive system. They hear 50% tax rate, and they think that every single dollar they earn, 50 cent goes into the government. <laughs> no, no, no. There's bans, okay? Under so much, you pay shit all. Over so much, you still get the shit all but then you pay 5% over that and so on and forth and so forth.
6: Tony Blair opposes new 50 pence tax rate for higher earners. So when Brown introduced the 50p top rate of tax, Blair came out and said, it's a terrible mistake. Oh. <laughs> he also said it was the death of new labor.
2: <laughs> like if
6: anybody has any doubts that new labor was a right wing ideological project.
4: Well, there you go. Well, there
6: we are. Oh, Good statement on Iran from Emily Thornbury the other day. Working her way slowly back into my good books. I did think her statement on Iran was a good example of her kind of treading a uh, ground in foreign policy that leans to the left, between left and right, whilst annoying people who just want war that much.
4: Yeah. yeah. I was just doing random reading. Like, honestly, I end up on Wikipedia and, like, just click and click and click. And I found some sort of pro-con thing on the whole one-state, two-state solution thing. And it was really, really bizarre. There was some more pro-Palestinian people like writing for Al Jazeera who was saying how Israel is doing their best to prevent a two-state solution. And the longer that we give them to do so, it's just going to turn into a one-state Israeli state. And that they strongly push you <laughs> for a one-state Palestinian state as a result of that. Peacefully, they say, but I guess that's always been my problem with a two-state solution, is that, yeah, it it, it is just an excuse. It's a camouflage for the IDF to move in and settle people and move in and settle people. And
6: the people who are in charge in Israel at the moment are not interested in a two-state solution.
4: Fucking Netanyahu. Fucking hell.
2: Even Gordon Brown.
6: most soft-touch criticisms of Netanyahu possible. He says that they're friends, and for me that's more problematic than Corbyn saying Hamas are his friends, but (laughs) basically Brown says that then Netanyahu, despite being my friend, came to power, and he had a different set of political priorities taking a two-state solution off the table for good.
1: It's like, oh, that's yeah. all right then. Yeah.
6: yeah. Again, <laughs> it, it really made me think reading that book, because in his interviews around the time, Brown tried to triangulate to the left a bit.
1: What's yeah. neoliberalism? No, no, I never saw, I never met no neoliberalism, I've no idea what that is.
4: It was never quite as bad as Blair. People love
5: trying to pretend they don't know what neoliberalism is.
6: No, I mean, to be fair, yeah. he does use it a lot, he just tries to disassociate himself from it, so he does talk about neoliberalism.
4: Yeah, I've heard conservatives use neoliberalism, I've heard yeah. fucking actual Nazis say it. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, you none know, of, yeah, none of them know what the fuck it means. The far
6: left and the far right are uh, you know two sides of the oh, same
2: coin <laughs> ira politics and terrorism are different ends of the same snake whichever end you grab you still grab a snake
6: uh, yeah. to, be, to be fair when nazis talk about neoliberalism it probably just means like judaism <laughs> yeah The
4: right yeah. any you sort can... of democracy direct or otherwise just like yeah that sort of neoliberalism aka liberalism at all
2: yeah
6: <laughs> should, should we fucking get through this nick clegg thing then oh shit It's
4: yeah. not yeah, yeah. yeah and as
5: soon as we get to the paragraph marked work undone i'm gonna get real mad
1: okay <laughs> history it's will, war history will show that coalition was a remarkably moderate and stable government in unstable and immoderate times why do they all
6: speak like this Female employment soared by 26%. Like, yeah, get those women oh, in zero-hour contract. Uh,
1: <laughs> More cleaning
2: jobs.
6: Yeah. Whilst the number of women in work soared by 26% during, uh, that's unemployment, soared during Labour's time in office, whilst the number of women in work increased by a million to an all-time high under the a coalition. I, I don't
3: even want to fucking touch that. Be honest, that's j- Jesus Christ. What a way to misrepresent statistics! Really,
6: <laughs> Fucking hell. the coalition was the first government ever to introduce free universal school meals for the youngest children at primary school and an entitlement to free preschool <laughs> free support for two year olds from the most disadvantaged family. Of course, we can't <laughs> just give
5: everyone meals,
6: there's these kind of yeah, co- yeah. <laughs> this like piecemeal achievements, isn't it? Where they're, yeah, like Riley says, rigorously means tested. So you've got like, yeah, yeah, we gave like a certain people that are not not. No, not your kids. The, the, the kid a month younger than them. Yeah, we gave them a free school meals. Kind of like when New Labour mentioned the minimum wage, which obviously was a good policy, but at the same time it, it belied a lack what of. What took that, so long? It, it, yeah, and it belied a lack of systemic reform. Um, yeah. In, in, in yeah. that, because Labour didn't significantly reform the labour market and roll back Thatcher's anti-union legislation. Yeah. They mm. basically needed to give workers more buying power. Where they lacked organizing
5: power. also like just let's just just to remember like just let's just also remember the context here Let's take a step back where Nick Clegg is doing is he is citing his minor and piecemeal achievements to try and guilt people who are insulting him because he has been awarded the title of someone who used to just basically be an armed thug on horseback and who eventually just became, like, a silken-clad fancy boy in the city. Like, he he is defending his honorific as a a, a fucking smelly warrior. It is so incredibly stupid. It is just mind-numbingly a combination of status-obsessed and prissy and thin-skinned and at the same time belies a level of soul-deep incompetence there's a myopia that is just sort of seems common to centrist liberal secretories
6: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of real orange book shit coming up here okay. shared parental leave and the right to flexible working were dramatically increased mm. flexible working right okay it down my neck of bit old
4: casualization of labor yeah.
6: exploitation <laughs> yes. it's yeah. like,
5: have never heard of unequal power in contracts they just assume, yes, of course, the, the workers will bargain with the companies. And, you know, Jeff Bezos has $105 billion, but you're both people. You're both equal. You can negotiate with them. And if you well, chose worker to have... The has
4: the right to say no, and they have the right to say no.
1: Here's another good one. Yeah.
6: Labour's abhorrent policy of incarcerating the innocent children of asylum seekers was ended. Agreed, that is an abhorrent policy. But yeah. the inference that I'm getting from this sentence is... Is that asylum seekers themselves are not innocent and have committed, yeah. a, <laughs> committed a major violation of britain's uh, rigid Exist. rules well. <laughs> exactly.
5: also you know it implies that britain was somehow made a more welcoming destination for asylum seekers after 2010 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know a
6: citizen of the world is a citizen of here, come here, all of you. Come on, come on, come in. Here, yeah, you can live in
3: my house. And also, it just flat out tells lies because children are still held in detention centers, which are essentially
2: prisons. Yeah, yeah.
5: guys, no, don't you get it, Laura? They renamed it. Oh, no, yes, it's just sorry. they were naughty, right? Like that's like yeah. the Breakfast Club. Where did they meet detention? Like that's what they're offering it, 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 these it's, kids. It's, it's a yeah, friendship yeah, yeah. that last a lifetime.
4: Time out.
1: <laughs> the naughty
4: step.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get
4: the little dunce cap. Where
3: they are systematically abused, and they get to watch their mothers be sexually assaulted by guards. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 just oh, like yeah. it's just detention. It's detention. It's not a prison.
4: I was just reading about how in Israel, the number of Palestinian children who go through military court. Yeah. Uh, it's it's disgusting just oh my god why do you have to be Jews even though it's a bad rap.
6: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is the section of the article that is going to make Riley angry, which is called Work Undone. So Mm. I, I think what he's saying here is that the coalition has a progressive legacy that they have yet to complete. Oh, here we go. Crucially, much of this progressive record has been undone by the conservatives since they won a majority of their own in May 2015. 12 billion pounds of extra and overwhelmingly regressive welfare cuts forced through, all of which I had personally blocked in the coalition.
5: Thank you, Nick. You did it personally. Oh, that's so good of you.
6: Yeah, like, it's good good (laughs) that you just went, well, the bedroom tax. Guys,
5: don't worry, don't worry. I know Dave, I'm going to call in a favour. Yeah, (laughs) personally.
6: (laughs) He didn't need enough MPs to give the Tories a working majority or anything. It was just him personally. Capital gains tax has been slashed. One of the first acts of the coalition was to increase it from 18% to 28% for higher earners. Corporation tax cuts have been pursued well beyond what is justified. Yeah, they slashed them to fuck when they're in coalition as well. (laughs) Higher income earners have been given disproportionately favourable tax treatment as the Conservatives have lifted the higher rate tax threshold. And the Institute for Fiscal Studies, who are fallible, mortal beings and are often wrong, has shown that the sharp increase in inequality expected in this Parliament is largely, if not exclusively, due to these most recent tax and benefit changes all All of them only occurred after the coalition ended
5: oh shut the fuck up like this is fucking infuriating it is infuriating because he is a failure he literally failed he is admitting to have failed like britain's a worse place despite his brilliant personal intervention and yet he thinks he deserves a knighthood because he fucking tried.
4: And A, he tried to- I'm just to surprised they did try to give him a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah.
5: It's the, again, there's this the fucking liberal, they believe that politics is about personal discovery. It's about personal virtue. And you have to be personally virtuous to make the hard choices and vote for what's right. And that goes for the voter who needs to like, you know, hold their nose and vote for a, a center left candidate they might not prefer because the important thing is to vote for the good guys against the bad guys. And Nick Clay's whole point fucking here is that, oh, I was a good guy. I was one of the nice ones. I was the prison guard that didn't beat you every day. And he's saying that he's immune to criticism because basically he tried, failed resolutely. And now, like, if you need a fucking kidney operation anywhere outside of central London, you're going to be put into, like, a fucking corridor for, like, 48 hours and until you just die on your own.
6: Well, you see, he's a politician apart, you know. He's in a different class because he's prepared to make those hard choices. And of course, we know that, like, any dullard, centrist, dipshit cunt with no fucking soul and gallons of blood on their hands has at some point written a memoir called something to the effect of tough or hard choices incidentally just adding to Yair's point I think that Clegg should also get the Nobel Prize for Literature for uh, how I'm going to single-handedly stop Brexit but my successor Tim Farron is single-handedly responsible for um <laughs> great book great book you know stick it in your dad's stocking next Christmas but should we should we plow on with it? my wife my oh, wife yeah. she good
1: with plow <laughs>
4: macron True. president macron Whoa, give it so yeah
6: <laughs> let's plow on with this because i think we're in the final section of this piece inconvenient truths ah oh, summoning fuck, yeah. some of the barnstorming liberal rhetoric of my man al gore of course <laughs>
2: al gore lives
1: on my street one is something linwood boulevard and he
2: doesn't know me, but I voted for him. Yeah, I punched the card.
4: Well, every day I deal with climate change. <laughs> it's favorable.
6: These are the inconvenient truths which the Corbynite left refuses to acknowledge. Much as they refuse to acknowledge that the single biggest source of social damage in recent years was the financial crisis of 2008. We
1: spend all our
6: time (laughs) saying, actually, you know, the financial crisis of 2008, man, was fucking tight. The raddest time I've ever had. A crisis in large part caused by Labour's failure to regulate the banks properly. That's not what you were saying during the coalition. And don't forget all
4: the poor people's wasting their money on drugs and stuff.
6: Well that was what he trainers was, too. That was what he spent the immediate run up to and the duration of the coalition saying that the financial crash was a combination of labour overspending and frivolous individual choice on behalf of British people on the yeah. part of because British as people. we all
4: know a national economy is exactly the same thing as a personal household economy. It is a household I economy. Mean, (laughs)
5: The interesting thing is the only way you can spend money that you get from benefits is actually by burning it at the shop.
6: (laughs) Contrary to left-wing folklore, I didn't relish many of the choices we had to make.
5: Oh, (laughs) he relished a couple, though.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Responding to the economic crash and making necessary savings to public spending were not the circumstances that I would have chosen to be in government, but they were the unavoidable circumstances that I... And any politician From any party Had to face up to Timing may be everything in politics But no politician can choose the events That they must respond to The left likes to claim That the Lib Dems Could have mustered a parliamentary majority To govern with Gordon Brown in 2010 To keep the Conservatives out of power In fact Labour and Lib Dems Would have been 11 seats short of a majority And a rainbow (laughs) coalition of smaller parties Was simply unworkable But yeah because your lot of shitheads Are too right wing to fucking go into coalition with most Labour melts, let alone people in the yeah. Green Party or, like, an anti-Trident SNP person. Yeah.
1: And now the hard left
6: leadership of the Labour Party wants to commit the greatest <laughs> betrayal of progressive values of all. Guesses?
3: Any guesses? I have no idea.
5: I have no idea what this is. Oh, be. is it? Is it unendorsing gay marriage after you claim to endorse it?
6: (laughs) That is a (laughs) stunning betrayal of progressive values.
4: Is it bringing back the slavery of black people?
6: Uh, 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 Maybe I just missed it in (laughs) Labour's last manifesto alongside all the (laughs) anti-Semitism.
1: But no, it
6: is, you will be surprised to learn, supporting a quote-unquote Tory Brexit which will cost the country many billions of pounds. The hypocrisy is beyond parody.
5: Horseshoe theory, horseshoe theory. <laughs> oh.
6: God, right here's the final bit. History will smile
4: on the coalition.
6: Fucking hell! I don't
4: claim the, the DUP and the Tories. Like, you know.
6: I don't claim that the coalition was perfect. But the bits that weren't perfect had nothing to do with me.
4: We all made <laughs> mi- <laughs> we
6: made mistakes, <laughs> as all governments do. There were things I wish we hadn't done. But history will show it was a remarkably moderate and stable government in unstable and immoderate times. A rewriting of history. Street may appeal to the misplaced moral superiority of the hard left
4: It will literally go down in history as a recreation of the 1980s
6: But it is no basis upon which to govern Who knows, a few years from now Maybe it's something Lord Corbyn of Upper Street may oh, learn oh. to regret Yes, if Corbyn's gonna take a fucking period, you deluded cunt <laughs> I just threw my phone across my desk in anger at the thought. Four- <laughs> <laughs> That's cleggy. Any final
3: thoughts? That's literally melted my fucking
4: brain. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, it's so fucking delusional. Bad people. I do feel like briefly moving on to U.S. politics. All right. Uh, yeah. Aside from the obvious, whole Trump turning Jerusalem into the capital officially, and like all the protests and counter-protests, the article that I tweeted yesterday about we will settle more places. We will avenge our dead daughter. Yeah, that, that's a great way to bring peace is to bring less peace to people. And if, well, well done. Well done.
6: Is this for Trump's uh, Kushner strategy for peace in the Middle East?
4: Yeah, totally.
6: Trump does apparently uh, just like walk around the White House being like, hey,
1: Jared's gonna solve Israel-Palestine! He's gonna bring <laughs> peace in the Middle East!
4: In case you didn't specifically see it, it's some 19-year-old Arab guy living in the same area, the occupied zone of the West Bank, as a bunch of Jewish settlers. And I don't condone his actions, but he he broke into this house, stabbed a girl who was sleeping repeatedly and then locked himself into the house but then the fucking terrifying bit is when the whole militia of the group banged down the door, and all he had was a knife. They had guns. He managed to stab one of them, and then they shot the fuck out of him, and he died. The girl that he stabbed was still alive. They brought her to hospital. She did die, and that's sad. But in very next day, there was a story by the family saying... We will continue to take land. And apparently the family of the 19-year-old Arab, their house is going to get demolished. They are all arrested. So, yeah, collective punishment is, of course, a war crime. But, hey, Israel.
6: The only democracy in the Middle East.
4: And
5: uh, I think it's great that Jared Kushner is going to go in there get alone and build a casino that is uh, designed to fail it's, it's gonna he's gonna bring them together <laughs> over their desire to just relentlessly and repeatedly own him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he, he, that's why they say Jared Kushner is a Christ-like figure, because he is going to bring them together just over the mutual joy they get of just relentlessly embarrassing him and probably wedging him.
6: <laughs> I, I can't wait till yeah. Michael Wolf's tell-all gossip book about, nice. about the Middle East peace process, where it's like, al Abbas sought to portray Kushner in his briefings to the media as a cuck, and furthermore, a scurvy, infidel dog. <laughs>
4: Every single month, at least two to five children get shot with not rubber bullets, actual bullets, because they were supposedly, according to the Israeli defense forces, throwing rocks at them. We're talking about people who are wearing full body armor, the highest tech fucking body armor you can get. And these kids, the youngest I heard about was five, and he threw a rock at somebody and they arrested him. They interrogated him for five hours. You're not allowed a lawyer if you're a Palestine and it's military affairs. No lawyer. He was interrogated for five hours, and then his sister got arrested because a soldier came to tell the family what had happened, and she slapped and pushed the soldier for what had happened. No punching or anything, and so they arrested the whole family. I thought collective punishment was supposed to be a North Korean thing, but apparently it's an Israeli thing too um, so. North Korea
6: much more ideologically correct
4: definitely especially <laughs> if you look at all the statues beautiful beautiful statues
6: <laughs> really nice railways as well you
5: know
4: creepily un- you know that, unattended and then that my song final of Chi Baba regarding... is
5: actually way better Ho Chi Min- Minna
4: <laughs> and my, I think my final point about Israel you know the leader of BDS they revoked his document for travel alongside Jewish for peace and the rest oh yeah yeah. it's been widespreading and wide reaching and his mother is dying of cancer in Lebanon and on previous occasions his lawyers have been able to temporarily lift the ban and he's been able to go with her to chemotherapy but now that she's about to undergo major surgery to try and fix what's wrong no the government says no his lawyers went to court the court said you have to allow him to leave for two weeks to go be with his sick mother and the Department of the Interior is just being like, yeah. I don't care. I was reading a bunch of pros and cons on this current state of one state, two state, what's best. It was inconclusive. But One thing that surprised me was that a lot of the people who were supporting one state solution were doing so from a more Palestinian angle, that if you keep it as it is currently with a two state solution eternally, that's meant to be moving to Palestinian independence. The big problem is that Israel keeps encouraging into their territory, keeps settling. And there will come a point where Israel de facto, if not de jure, controls the entire Israel. And so almost as a protection mechanism... You've got to stop that. And the easiest way to stop that is to have a binational nation like Scotland and Wales and England all equally share power and they have to respect each other to some extent. Obviously, that doesn't work perfectly on the ground and it won't work perfectly on the ground. But it will work amazingly as a sitcom. (laughs) Exactly. And I still remain currently in favour of a two-state solution, but I see the absolutely valid pro. Palestinian points of a one-state solution, and I do increasingly worry every day that the more we go along, both of those solutions seem to get harder to get to. Most Palestinians who have been polled by, like, the Pew Research Foundation and other groups have said they're more than happy to agree with their little, tiny, truncated state, as long as it's their state— they get to have their army. They're not going to be happy. It's not what they want, but they'll be satisfied with it. Whereas the majority of Israelis are not going to be happy by the same poles until they control from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. So that is the problem. It's a fascist state. I, I think I already mentioned, but that fucking video of uh, uh, Jerry's fucking Seinfeld yeah, going... Yeah to an anti-terror trading camp for fun. They want to do whatever the fuck they want to do and they don't care who they hurt in the process. I'm not saying they're going to commit mass actual murder but you don't have to do that to commit genocide by the legal definitions and what they're doing is genocide. There's no other word. Hamas and other organizations like that do exist but there are other organizations like Jewish Voice for Peace for just one example and there are so many persons perfectly peaceful processes all they want is peace how can you be opposed to wanting peace the current state of affairs it's not good for the palestinians for obvious reasons it's not good for the Israelis because they have to live in a constant state of hmm, that bus I get on, is it going to get bombed? Or,
6: or uh, and they you have to know, be like, international pariah. You know, most countries around the yeah. world do think that Israel's actions are wrong even if they've got the powerful yeah. ones on side. There are all these much more tolerant groups much more in tune with kind of Western politics who are pro-Palestinian rights and they're the kind of people who there are lots of. And they don't of, have
4: ties to terrorism.
6: That's the tradition of support for Palestinian rights that Jeremy Corbyn comes from it's just ludicrous to think that he covertly supports like throwing gay people off buildings which is the piece of imagery that the Islamophobe anti-Corbynites always like to bring up. Every time that
4: you can't see Corbyn he's actually out in the Middle East throwing homosexuals off a building
1: (laughs) Where Corbyn? (laughs) Where
5: Corbyn? Corbyn?
4: Oh Oh, I see him he's he's up up there Uh, 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 there. (laughs) 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 Sorry I've been beefing with Zionists lately and Gotta get that off my chest. Should we bring it to a close? Yeah, we we
6: probably should.
3: How
5: are we gonna do the 24-hour episode?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I I need to sleep, man. (laughs) Like this is two hours. Lots of energy drinks
4: lots of speed. I'll be fine.
6: Drugs, man. Obviously drugs. Yeah, drugs. The answer is drugs. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the drugs. Oh!
4: Give me just long enough to acquire some speed, and we're good. Give
6: me just long enough to acquire some speed (laughs) balls.
4: So
5: you're suggesting that everyone's just gonna die.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Heroin and
2: crack.
4: The only We all just die on air hey it's like it's
5: Jack, like, it's, 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 it? it's like like the entirety of the hard left falls because it's sort of leading lights <laughs> of podcasting all like die like you know Bush <laughs> like uh, Bushemi style, not Bushemi style, Balushi style. Bushemi is still <laughs> alive. Like that still dead,
2: man.
5: <laughs> dead, Jack. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, no. Yeah, Bushemi will live forever. Bushemi, who was ancient when the world was young.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I definitely can't remember what I was gonna say, so let's wrap this up. Oh yeah.
3: Cool. <sighs> yeah. Well, this has been an incredibly long recording session of the Real Politic podcast. I don't. I, I'm literally falling asleep, but I have been Laura Waluigi. Who are you now? I'm I'm still Waluigi. You can follow me on Twitter at this Lass
6: R.I.P. M.C. Fucking Mortal.
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: I, I, I like the rebrand. It was very. I
2: necessary.
5: kind of I like the idea that somewhere there's like a Waluigi version of Laura who is just sort of very, sort of um, genteelly, sort of um, advocating for like Thatcherist reforms and is sort of hanging around the Oxford <laughs> and Cambridge Club. <laughs> <laughs> whose favorite rapper is, like, one of those guys from, like, 10 Minutes in 2013 where, like, white guys would oh, handle shit. our mustaches and, like... Who's, and, um, who's
4: the guy who did that song about it's okay to be gay? Fuck <laughs> <you know, laughs> uh, Oh, I, well, thought, I
6: thought you meant the Lonely Island.
4: <laughs> no, I was, talking, yeah, about, I
5: was talking about something ridiculously specific of something the gentleman rapper and then Professor Elemental, like, two nerdy white guys who just, like, took a moment from getting beaten up by other people to start like <laughs> a fake steampunk rap beef
2: oh my um. god <laughs> oh, i preferred
6: bob B. being like the world is flat by the way read this holocaust denier <laughs> well
5: we i'll say th- you got me thank you for having me on oh, uh, as i'm it's always <laughs> god damn it you guys are always you you always leave me in with the bait and switch <laughs> oh god But you can Uh, uh, listen to my podcast, Trash Future, on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you like. And follow me on Twitter at Rala R leh because I'm bad at Twitter
4: handles and I've been y here and I just want to say if you ever want me on trash future Riley I would be honored to be a guest hell, honored hell yeah let's, let's do it let's do it before uh, we do our, our crazy I, I, I think you have episodes. me on Twitter so yeah just be in touch yeah
5: what if we can only talk in the format of real politic episodes like we have to actually do the logistics <laughs> only at the tail end of the wrap-ups of real politics <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll bring one again.
6: Let's all say <laughs> our goodbyes to the audience then.
4: Bye. Bye.
6: Bye. I don't need to. I've got enough of a fucking brand without needing to fucking introduce myself. I don't Everyone need an introduction. knows this is
4: your show. Everybody knows this is nowhere.
5: We get king oh, shit life. of fuck mountain well, uh, over thank here. Thanks
4: to the guest and uh thank very, you to
6: all the audience. I'm your very, very special boy.
1: La 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 I smoke. I mean, ta- <laughs> fuck
5: car And then I'm the real B-R politics Pro podcast U. descended into madness.
2: <laughs> As if it wasn't already. Come on.
3: I'm a gangster, a smoker, an absolute fucking joker. I am well, a cunt. We
7: yeah, that's <laughs> pure tribal, that league. Well, yeah, this song's going to be about smoking talk. So, yeah, I think you'll understand if you smoke talk, you'll be pure loving this league. We'll them drums are proper rhythmic, let's fuck them league. I'm having a bit of that league, because I'm a gangster. You don't have to be a gangster, 24. Me on his kitchen floor. It was pure brown with a little bit of green I smoked the fuck a lot, but me father see He said, Will those cock don't smoke talk you are end up like a gangster and I don't want that I said, father, you're a little doll Get us a pipe and some fucking tinfoil Cause I'm done to the road to get off me face I'm only four years old, but I know me place so I'm a gangster, a smoker, an absolute pure joker You don't have to be a gangster Too fucking smoke talk All you got- Leg to get a couple of a joint, I had to pew out bed. I'd say, yeah, i gronda a couple of that If you didn't give us any, then I'll break your fucking back I'm nausea, I know, ain't up but you're being pure tight If I didn't get me tossed, then there's going to be a fight You're throwing up the beer, you're gonna start to fall. some top league.